Welcome to Not Sure This Matters with Matt Nolan and special guest, Dr. Marco Lujic. Marco, what's up, dude? How you doing, Matt? Let's put our cards on the table and say this is our second time doing the intro because I forgot to hit the record button. I mean, as protocol. Yeah, I feel I feel good about getting this one right. Red button's on. We're in good shape. Um, can I call you doctor or should I call you Marco? Whatever you choose. Does it bother you when PhDs want to be called doctor? So it doesn't really bother me. I mean, assuming the world's given them the opportunity to get a PhD and be called a doctor, that's fine. Okay. Uh, but in the arenas of like diagnosing and kind of throwing the word out doctor, I yeah. think the public's appeal to it. Um, they prefer it be used for yeah, medical it professional? Yeah, be used for medical professional, yeah. I think. Do you ever insist on being called doctor? I've never insisted. Actually, quite the opposite. Really? Like, please, please don't? Yeah, I try not to define myself by my profession, more of by my... I, I was going to say, how do you define yourself? That's a little deep for this podcast. Yeah, it's we don't a little get into that. No. So Miranda, who was our former co-host that you just met on her way out, yeah, she and I just had like an interesting chat. I'm trying to buy more gear, like sweatshirts and t-shirts, because I like I hate you, like the Steve Jobs theory. Yeah, it's like I'm going to wear the same thing every day. I don't have yeah. to worry about where my clothes are and all that shit. It makes total sense to me. Total so sense. I've recently been buying everything that says recovery construction. I wear it every day, and it makes my life a lot easier. Yeah. But with some body changes, gym and whatnot, food, all that shit, I think I need different stuff. So I've been shopping for it. And the sweatshirt comes with what's called a tearaway tag. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So it's it's actually produced with the intention of being ripped off. Yeah. Which is great because that's what I do. I now don't know which ones I like and which ones I don't like. So that's why the conversation was had. Right. What she said is I don't rip any of my tags off. And I was like, that's weird. What about your husband? She said he rips all the tags off. It's a guy thing to rip tags off clothes. Yeah. My question to you is, do you rip your tags off your clothes? All of them. What's, I, what is that? I, I think, as, a, as, a, as a medical professional, yeah, what's going I don't, on there? I don't really know what it is aside from it started with underwear. And as a kid, my mother always bought me Fruit of the Loom tidy, sure. tidy whiteies. Fruit of the Loom's come, they, they've come a long way. They've come a long they way. They really with, have, yeah. It's printed tags now so it's, there is it's no legit tag, but yeah they used to have that like vinyl or yeah it was terrible polyester yeah it was terrible tag. yeah you're scratching your ass all itch, day itch 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 and you figured out a way to get rid of it and that's where it all started and i think that ptsd from those just yep. transferred to all articles of clothing are you still a tidy whitey guy uh, i'm not a tidy whitey boxer guy. brief or boxer Box, short i'm a boxer brief guy does anybody wear boxer shorts uh i don't know anymore i mean it's, I, well because the problem with boxer shorts is the seam in the back or the, the panel in the back with in two the ass seams. sweat Correct. It's like pooling. Yeah, I'm not into those. They make those. They make uh, boxer shorts now with like a nut capsule. Yeah. Have yeah. you tried those? I have. It just feels like a lot of work. A lot of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard enough that we got to handle the gear. Correct. It's like now I got to position it correctly. Yeah, yeah, like no. I got to move on from no, it. No, stick to them. Um, have you ever listened to an episode of? The, oh, I sent you an episode of this podcast. Yes. You may not know this from that one episode, but Miranda and I tried to get a uh, doctor yep. on the show forever. Couldn't do it. She was going to land a school speech th pathologist. That was the closest we came. Yeah. She got pregnant, fucked everything up, <laughs> and she never came on. Here's the deal. Yeah. You and I, we know each other okay. We're, yeah, yeah. we're neighbors. We go to the same gym. We yeah. sort of have the same interests and yeah, a lot of yeah. the same friends. Like, well, we're friendly. Yeah. Friends, whatever right. you want to call it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little, a little dive into my life. The reason I wanted to have a therapist on is because I created this podcast and I ended up emptying my soul a little bit. Yeah. I was doing so many episodes at the time that I like needed content. So right. I ended up like probably telling too much, but like a little inside baseball shit, but it is what it is. It is what it is. You're a medical professional. Yep. Maybe not a uh, psychologist per se. 
Right. But you've read more books than I have. Sure. Here's the deal. Every night before I go to bed, I lock all the doors to my house, exterior doors to my house, twice. And I lock my car inside of my garage four times. If I go to bed and that hasn't happened, I have to go back and do it again. Ritualistic, no? Ritualistic. Some would categorize that as slightly OCD. Agreed. But it's a relatively gray zone in terms of diagnosis because like, you don't walk down the sidewalk and not step on cracks or... I don't, but... You don't count doorknobs as you're passing, and if you pass eight, you can't get go into the restaurant you want to go into, right? No, that sounds like... There are so, extremes. I don't want to get there. But yeah, I feel like no. I, I'm like squirming a little bit. I feel yeah. like I can get there. Now you're going to get there. I won't, eat, eat all, I won't go to other people's houses for dinner because I'm afraid of their... The silverware that they're going to use and flatware. Interesting. Because I won't eat off of plastic. No. Well, who wants to eat off plastic? I mean, if you cut it with a knife, you cut into the plastic. That's not fun. All right, but that's more like logistical. This is more, man, you're a good doctor. You're making me feel better, dude. And drug free. I fucking love that. <laughs> How about this? Yeah. I was more nervous. When I got up this morning, and I was like putting some notes together for today's pod, right. which we'll delve into in a moment. I, I was more nervous about the exchange between you and I from the time the pod was over by the t- the time it got you into your car. Right. Then about the actual podcast. And why was that? Like, cause it's like an awkward couple of minutes. It's like, all right, you take the headset off and you, you small talk for a sec, but like right. you kind of want to leave and I kind of want you to leave because I got other shit to do. And I like get nervous or apprehensive about those moments. Yeah. Like the stop and you watch Seinfeld? Yeah. They're like the stop and chat. Right, right. I'm out on the stop and chat. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, when we're done with the task, we just. We're done. Just like gentlemen. gentlemen. Just say, hey, thanks so thanks much. This was great. Me. Yeah, this was great. And I'll it go sounds, on my way. It sounds simple. Do you live a, live a pretty simple life? I live a pretty simple life. But that's also reading kind of that social etiquette, right? Like if you're talking to someone and they turn your back to you, you don't keep talking. Or if you're talking to someone and they start that's, you know, retreating from the conversation, <laughs> you don't keep attacking them with conversation. That's true. But I'm, there are a lot of people out there that don't stop. And you could turn your back to them and they will continue to talk. So I... Been there. Yeah. I've been, I've gotten so far and so bad at it that I'll have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. And I'll walk away and I'll get in my car and be like, I really screwed that up. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll text them hours later and apologize yeah. that I didn't like nail the conversation. Well, I mean, you got other things to do. It's You're sick. You're a busy guy. I know, but I, but, but it's sick, right? I should make, well, they're not thinking about it. But the there should also be an understanding, you know, during business hours, if you turn your back to me, you're going to take care of business. That's true. Like, I got stuff to do. It's great seeing you, but let's, let's, let's all part ways now. That's right. Uh, as a doctor, yeah. when is it appropriate for people to ask you for medical advice? Outside well, of the professional setting. So I think that's an interesting question because people do all the time. They bet. They must. And unlike many professions such as like law, if you call a lawyer and say, hey, I want to curbside chat you on a law issue. They get the meter going. They're sending you a bill. Yep. But doctors were kind of in this humanitarian jam where if somebody asks you for you know, health advice, you kind of have to give it free of charge unless it's in an office. Is the Hippocratic Oath a real thing? It's a real thing. I mean, I know it exists, but do you like like Pledge of Allegiance when you get yeah, your- Yeah, so you take it when you get your MD, and uh, you know, you're know you supposed to do right by the people is the overall, like do no harm. Yeah. But, does, but does, that, does that include me being able to show you my, my back and ask you why I have like a weird growth? Well, I mean- At Stop and Shop? That's the problem. Technically, you know, if I have the knowledge to give to you, I should give it to you. So why a doctor, in your opinion, why are you- why do you have to carry that cross? That doesn't seem fair. Yeah, I mean, I think the the whole basis of getting into medicine is somewhat philanthropic, where yeah. you're out there to help the people, yeah. right? Yeah. Independent of their socioeconomic status. Sure. 
uh, or anything, and you can't judge. So no matter who it is, if they ask you a question that might improve their outcome or health, then you got to answer it. Man, that's a good answer. That's but good. it gets tricky, though, because people are constantly – I mean, I get – Somewhere between five and ten phone calls a week, yeah, for medical advice or text or whatever. And but it, they know you do it for a living. They do. When people ask me like, "Hey, can I get your electrician?" I'm like, "Sure." Yeah. But then I'm like, "Just so you know, like they're gonna bill you. You got to pay for the electrician." Correct. But the fact that I can get the electrician to show up at your house—that's yeah. you're using my value to get the because otherwise he's not calling you back for three weeks. Correct. And it kind of bothers me. Yeah. And if I got stopped at you know the grocery store, like yeah. I'm sure you do. All I don't know. I don't know how I could put up with it. It's text messaging now all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hope it's not pick messaging. No. It's oh all man, text. that's bad. <laughs> how much does medicine actually cost? Ah, uh, that's hard to say. I mean, do people pay cash for for treatment? So there's insurance based coverage, and then yeah. there's cash based treatments. And I think in the modern world moving forward, I think the cash based treatments are going to be what get you the appropriate care. Say it again. The cash based. Yeah. Because my friend who does not have insurance pays cash for everything, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I thought it would be way more than that. Because in my mind, I know what the insurance company is probably whacking the pharmacy company, killing you. Yeah. I, it's. Why do you think that movement's going that way? So. I think you're starting to see the corporate medical world is just a generic system, right? So you're getting <clears throat> mid-range medical care. Uh, and if you don't pay for it, you, you don't get what you pay for, right? So it's the same like any industry. It's a money-making industry. Yep. And if you want a fancy car, you go pay extra money for the fancy car. Yeah. If you want the generic car, you go pay a generic price for the generic car. And I think the same thing is applicable to medicine. Yeah, I guess... It gets tricky and similar to what you were saying earlier in a philanthropic, you know, venture. Right. It's hard to say, like, you can't afford me, therefore I can't help you. Well, that's right. But that's where the cost of medicine comes into play, right? So it's hard to put a dollar amount on the information gained. Yeah. That kind of. Um, but if there's a barrier into the treatment for the cost, like, I right. can tell you a hundred times over that you have diabetes, but if you can't pay for the insulin, that's you're fucked regardless. That's a problem. Correct. Yeah, it is a problem. It is a problem. What's the worst thing people do every day that adversely affects their health? I think their sleep. Oh, I think we're an under-rested society. I think none of us sleep. I think it's a conglomerate of variables. It's a lot of different things. iPhones. Nicotine. Nicotine. I think yeah. electricity, right? We're, we're, huh. we're in fake light all day. If you look back at like circadian rhythm type stuff, when the sun came up, you woke up, and when the I sun don't, went I don't down, know what that word means. So it's it's essentially your natural is that a capital C capital C. Yeah, it's your natural clock, Back right? J. So when the sun comes up, yep. you wake up. <clears throat> when the sun goes down, you go to bed. But we artificially push that till all hours of the night. Yeah, and I think our sleep is one of the biggest factors. Uh, I would venture to say if you went out there and polled everybody, eight hours of sleep is almost non-existent for. 90 plus percent of the people but that's a good number that's what do you think what do you think yeah what how many hours do you sleep i average about eight to eight and a half god it's amazing but i'm very conscious of it right so it's a it's a priority of mine i go to bed at like i'm in my bed by 9 30 right and i get up at five yeah so that's so eight hours ish yeah but i Seven wake up every 45 minutes be- I mean, but nicotine that's another and, problem. and I mean, stress are like a big yeah, part of that yeah, and, and i'm aware of it that's right but i thought if i got to a number like six but it's if you, I, you know, I'm not a doctor, but if you, if it's great that I'm laying down and trying to rest for that yeah. amount of time, but if I don't actually hit like the benchmarks of true sleep, am right. I getting any sleep at all? So there's other things that you could, I mean, you could measure sleep too, right? So there's technology out there now that can monitor your sleep. 
your heart rate variability, the time in REM sleep, the time in deep sleep. You ever sleep. seen those watches? Or, uh, yeah. I forget what they're called. So I wear the, one of those, those rings. The PGA Tour guys. Yep, the it. Whoop. Yeah, the Whoop. Yeah. yeah, you got a Whoop? I don't have a Whoop. No free ads. I have an aura, aura Ring. O-U-R-A. That's the thing that stops you from getting pregnant? It's, yeah, it's that stops you that's, that's exactly. an O-ring. Yeah, that hasn't gotten me pregnant. Okay, congrats. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. What's the worst food that people eat? So I think it's these high-processed carbohydrates, uh, like chips and high-fructose sugar snacks and cereals. and uh, it's, all, it's all the carbs. Where do you land on like, um, like the health bars? I just bought a box of RX bars. Yeah. They taste gross, yeah. but how are they for me? So it's hard. I mean, I don't know the ingredients of an RX bar. I do know there's a bunch of bars out there that are really good for you. But Can you name a few? <clears throat> uh, no free ads, but I need, to bar, buy, I need to buy them for me. You can. Um, what makes them healthier? So Low calorie? The carbohydrate they use, the protein source they use, whey protein, um, vegetable-based proteins. There could be some animal-based proteins. I hope Amazon gives me my money. Yeah. Back. The, bi- the biggest thing, though, is, I mean, avoid the bars. Like, if you can eat a whole food, yeah. single ingredient, yeah. you're, you're not going to go wrong. That's the way to go? That's the way to go. If you could only exercise for 30 minutes a day, I should let me let me preface this. So I'm trying to be a gym guy, and you are very clearly a gym guy. I look like a guy who's trying to be a gym no, guy. You look like a gym guy, and you look like 200 pounds of sausage pushed into a 100 pound bag. Let's just put that out there because this is an audio thing. People <laughs> don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, so if you could only exercise for 30 minutes a day, what would you do? I'd ride a bike. Really, cardio? Yeah, Fuck but I, you. It, but a resistance bike, not like a pedal bike on the street. I don't know the difference. So um, something. That as you increase effort, it yeah. increases resistance. Okay. That's probably why they call it a resistance bike. Yeah. So the ones that we have at the gym with Correct. the fan on the front, is that's, that a resistance that's bike? That's exactly right. So I need to work less hard to make it easier. Correct. Who the f- They don't tell you that they stuff. They don't tell you that. But, oh, you, can never, but you, can never beat, you can never beat the bike, right? Because the stronger you get, the worse it gets. I mean, that's like a metaphor for life, dude. It's incredible. Uh, cocktail napkin for real estate, right? If I'm looking at a property, I want to figure out if it has any value. Yeah. I could say, all right, if I take a look at the rent roll, if it's 1% of what they're asking to buy it, I'm probably like looking at it. Right. Is there a cocktail napkin math you use to like judge somebody's health? If someone wants to know, hey, am I a healthy guy? There's like a question. <clears throat> you ever watch The Walking Dead? Yeah. All right. Well, they wanted to see if they wanted to let someone in their group, they would ask them three questions, right? right. They'd be like, how many people did you kill? And blah, 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 right. blah. What do you ask somebody to find out if they're in good health? Is there like a general question? Yeah. So I would ask, how much do you sleep? Yeah. I would ask, what's your. Day-to-day dietary uh, consumption, right? Yeah. What do you eat? Do you cook at home? And then I think I would ask about exercise. Do you do any form of exercise at any point in the day or how many times a week or how many times a month? When I, as a lay person, when I look at like myself and I compare myself to other people that appear to me to be like have their shit together, like sure. well fit, they looks like they eat well, yep. I, you know, I, I run away from at the grocery store because I'm embarrassed, you yeah. know. <laughs> When I'm getting into my car, I'm like, wow, that guy like really looks like he's got his act together. I, and I start comparing myself to them. Right. I get lost quickly in the, I'll compare myself to what people used to be like, right? Yeah. And I don't think like my grandparents had a bad quality of life. No. And they didn't exercise. No. They smoked mad cigarettes. They sure. drank bourbon. They did like some shit that like right now is like you get like cancel cultured if you say you smoke cigarettes. Yeah. It's like wild. And I'm not sure... And I'm not sure you know the answer, but it's more just like a, something to think about for our two listeners out there. It's like, 
your basis for your, your setting the bar should be for yourself, right? It's like, if I want to be healthy, it's like, how do I become a better version of me versus comparing myself to other people? Because what's necessarily good for you doesn't necessarily mean it's good for me. Correct. hundred percent. But I like, I like the sleep thing because that's like an attainable goal, but I feel like you have to, that's like like a muscle. You have to like train yourself to do that. You do have to train yourself, but back to your statement on why they had a good quality of life and still did those things. I do believe you are what you eat. No matter what. And I think Ooh, if you worse. just look back 30 years ago, they were not eating what we're eating, right? The the caloric excess that we have available and the quick hit food that we have available and the, you know, sugars and the excess fats and everything. I mean, if you go to a restaurant now and you order pasta, you get two pounds of pasta. Yeah, covered right? in creamy That just didn't happen bacon. 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I also think the culture of immediate gratification was not there. So- those people walked a lot more. They moved around a lot more. They were outside a lot more. There was no Instacart, right? So they went to go get their groceries. Yeah. They went to go get things they needed. They went to the store, and they were just moving more. Um, living life. Living life. And I think technology has changed that, right? It's limited our necessity to move, and we've unfortunately taken advantage of it to a point where it's become a negative effector on our life. So I canceled my social media account because I was just watching these weird videos that I just didn't, wasn't proud of myself for. <laughs> but like everyone, when I would get into like the realm of parenting videos, I would see like there's some stuff I could really relate to. It's yeah. like, you know, there, I, like, there was like a 90s channel or something like that, and it would show stuff that we used to do when we were kids. Right. And like my kids, I'm like worried. Yeah. Like, we used to go down, we'd ride our bikes in front of the gas station, we'd smoke cigarettes in front of, by the payphone, yeah. like wait for the girls to walk by, check our beeper, meet yep. people at the park. Our kids aren't going to do that stuff. No, I was just speaking about that with Mike Ranfone a couple days ago. Like, me and him spent pretty much every summer together from seventh grade until we graduated high school. Yep. And beyond. And literally on every summer morning, we would get up at six, we would get on our bikes in Brantford, Connecticut, yep. and we would ride. And we would end up in Madison. We would end up in Clinton. Yeah. We would end up in Fairhaven. We would end up right. in New Haven. Now we would end up language, riding yeah. around Branford until it got dark. dark. Yeah. And we were gone. And there was no cell phone. There was no parent, like, come home. And they weren't worried about when you came they in the door. They weren't worried, but we were just go, go, go. Yeah. And that's a... I mean, there's no shot I would let my daughter get on a bike right now and just ride for the day in the summer at 12 years old. And I was doing that every single day. But is it because you don't trust her or because you don't trust other people? I don't trust other people. That's sad, right? It's very sad. It's fucking sad, man. Well, it's sad, but this is back to the technology thing. I mean, they could like... It's just... The availability of access to people is so overwhelming that I think that that sort of thing now is more prevalent in terms of these like, you know, people out there that take advantage of a girl by herself on a bike. What do you wear to the gym? It depends. Usually okay. sweatpants, sweatshirt. Do you? This is a delicate subject. Yeah. So a long time ago, I did an episode. On, I When I just started going to the gym, it was about the time I started the podcast. Yeah. All right. And I, when I go to the gym, I wear the same sweatpants, like sweatpants. Like, I don't care. Like yeah. covered in paint. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I'm there for a very, like. One reason. Yeah. Focused uh, directive. Yeah. There's like some outfits that people wear that I. I I think they must put it on to look good. Yeah. And Miranda, who was, again, the co-host, sure. was always, she was always very diplomatic in her response. Yeah. And what she had said was, and I thought it was very interesting and probably correct, is that some people that are in a different life position than I were, well, I am was, yeah. you know, they want to look good because it's like a social interaction for them. Yeah. So if I'm going out to 
the way I get dressed to go to Eli's, right, to have dinner with my wife, I don't care really. You know, I want my wife to think I look good. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. look like a fucking slob. Right. But I'm not trying to gain any more attention than Correct. that. But if I were like a single guy and I was like trying to get the girls back, that dude's doing all right, I'd yeah. probably dress a little bit differently. Sure. The question is, Marco, when you're wearing an outfit that says like, hey, I'm looking for attention, not in a bad way because people deserve attention. And right. if you're doing the right thing, it's nice to get noticed for it. Yeah. Is there a line that like, do you, are you mindful of like not paying too much attention to other people in the gym? Yeah. So <clears throat> interesting. I will also wear like short, tight shorts okay. and a tight t-shirt to the gym. Yep. But in my mind, it's more of a functional thing, right? So if I'm doing a leg exercise or squats and I need to move well, I don't want to have baggy clothes on to disallow me to move. Yeah. Uh, my ultimate and also show a little leg muscle. Well, not really. My ultimate goal has nothing to do with that. Believe it or not, I, I'm not sure I do believe it. So please explain. So I, I'm purely a functional clothes wearer at the gym, and that's outside the gym too. I mean, I'd rather be comfortable sweatpants, jeans that are comfortable, a t-shirt. I've never really been a dress up to go out guy. So when I asked you when we first got here before we were on air, I was like, yeah. "Did you go to the gym this morning? Can you share with our listener what you said that you'd gone to the gym? Yeah, I did go to the gym. And what time did you get there? 4.30. What time did you leave? Seven. What the fuck did you do for two and a half hours? Lift weights and... Seriously, what did you do there? Yeah, I lifted weights and I, you know what I did? I rode the resistance bike. Are you listening to Tunes? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Are you a music guy? Like, do you have uh, headphones the, in? No, I don't put headphones on. I just listen to the surroundings. And actually, if I was by myself, I might not even listen to music. What are you... Are you thinking? A lot, a lot of thinking, yeah. Okay. Do you find it, like, stress relieving? Do you have a goal when you're at the gym? Yeah, so my goal at the gym is personal health. Okay. Well-being. Yep. I think it is uh, mental health the most. I also think there's huge benefit, um, believe it or not, in exercising and it's almost relaxing. It calms me down. And on days that I don't get to do it, I'm I have an incredible amount of tension in my body. So I have become that person now. I don't if I don't work out, I I feel like shit yeah. about myself. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not fair. It's not fair. But you know what? It's it's the best medicine out there. Yeah, and I still I think there's a uh, like a threshold for a gym person and a non gym person. Even yeah. though I go to the gym, I haven't like breached that threshold yet, where right. I have sort of like I don't like going to the gym yet. Yeah, you know, like I don't like I when I gotta yeah. go, I'm like fuck, I gotta yeah, go yeah, to yeah, the yeah. gym. I go and I do what I'm supposed to do, but it doesn't. I don't get the fulfillment yeah. while I'm there. Yeah, it's sort of retroactive. Like at night when I'm sitting down, and I'm watching TV with my wife. I'm like, you know what? I got a few things done today. Yeah, and I know it's all related. But I haven't given myself enough credit for getting there to, to enjoy the activity while I'm yeah, there. Yeah, see, I enjoy it so much. I plan. I, I'm excited the night before to get up the next morning to go to the gym. Yeah, that's wild. I'm yeah, not there yet. Yeah, yeah, you'll get there. All right, so this is called the speed round. It's in no particular order. It's a bunch of random questions so our guests and our listeners can get to know you. Okay. All right, if you don't want to answer it, you can abstain. Sounds good. But if you don't answer it, there's no particular reason and <laughs> it would be stupid. You ready? Okay. How much cash is in your wallet right now? Uh, probably 85 bucks. What do you do with your change? Put it in the console of my car. How much do you tip at the car wash? I usually give five bucks. Debit or credit? Credit. How often do you shave? Who? Once every two weeks. How often do you clean your ears? Every third day. Sweet tart or spree? Spree. Coke or Sprite? Coke. M&Ms or Skittles? Skittles. Toasted almond or strawberry shortcake? Toasted almond. I'm in. Braveheart or Gladiator? Braveheart. Yes. Kelly Kapowski or Kelly Bundy? Kelly Kapowski all day. Boy Meets World or Wonder Years? Wonder Years. Yankees or Red Sox? 
Well, this is a tough one. I'm a what? Yankee, I'm a Yankees fan, but my brother-in-law is a, a pitching coach for the Red Sox. Okay, so I uh, I'll root for the Red Sox if they're playing the Yankees, but Yankees all season. All right. Boobs or butt? Butt. Hot dog or burger? Burger. Sopranos or the Wire? Sopranos. Dude, you're the man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having. Dude, again next time. Next time.